There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I am Sean Fangirl And I'm Steve and today we'll be discussing episode 7 of season 4 of Winona Earp. We're back baby. We're back. Voldemort's back. Okay wait, wrong one, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I kept thinking that this wasn't the second half of season 4, that this was actually season 5. I'm like, yeah we got season 5 but it's a short season and then Steve had to say no ding dong. It's just the rest of the season that we've been waiting on forever i'm like oh yeah yeah i feel like it's been so long and of course sci-fi had to break our hearts again as on february 5th they announced that season 4b which will start airing on march 5th will be the last one on sci-fi channel they are still fighting though so do not give up no eating keep doing everything because there are huge campaigns for this right now like there's billboards and i think i swear i i read at some point that they were taking out advertising in times square like it wouldn't surprise me you know we did it for season they did it for season four so why not do it for hashtag bring winona home right (laughs) and the fight for five has been going for a while yes even though sci-fi said that oh yeah we'll definitely carry it through season five so they reneged on that promise from a year and a half ago right i don't know i just feel like the pandemic has sucked so bad it screwed up so (laughs) much stuff for everything i don't know how many shows are going to make it through the other end of this basically right all right so what seems like a million moons ago yes (laughs) (laughs) we had received some feedback that came in after episode six after we had already published unfortunately so we are going to start with that feedback so throw your memory back and let's listen to jazz and i don't mean music hello this is jazz with some comments about Winona Earp. You had a question about Waverly shooting Rosita or Winona shooting Rosita. It was actually Waverly who did it because Winona was busy having her kid and Peacemaker glowed blue and Rosita got nicked in the head, which gave her enough of a hint to leave so that Waverly wouldn't kill her. And the reason she got nicked in the head and ran was because she was trying to sell Winona's baby to the Revenants, who might have eaten her or done something worse. And before she was able to shoot it, Winona gave Waverly a pep talk and then screamed at Peacemaker to actually shoot. And so it shakily shot. And therefore, that's why Rosita got nicked. But you could see blood, I think, in the right side of her temple. So it didn't kill her, but I'm sure it didn't feel good. And I thought that the one-liners on the show are awesome for this season, which is season four. I really liked the humor, which is juxtaposed with uh, some of the angst and interesting plot twists. 
Some of my uh, favorite one-liners are, okay, warrior princess, what's the plan? A She-Ra reference. And then when Cat threw a knife at her, she's like, what up, Kermit? I like that. Oh, and the reason that the big gun with the button that Winona's not supposed to press is called Anthony is because Jeremy said that he called it Anthony because it makes the best guac around, which means it liquefies everything. And so he thought, of course, that should be Italian because they made the best guac, according to him. And that's why he named it Anthony. It was literally said in the episode. See, ma'am cursed Winona, and that's why she had the sea rock in her jacket. And that's why Rachel's new beau thought that she was cursed. And then he pulled out the tooth because it had a root in it. Very long, painful looking root, which evidently made the actor almost gag quite a few times. Because one of the phrases that he said when he did his spell to give protection to Rachel dealt with the root. And so I guess you need a root. He took it out of his tooth. Yuck. Just give me the willies. Uh, let's see. Oh, and the sea above the glowing door for the garden was actually for the Clantons because Ma'am had connected to Doc so that he could see the glowing door. And there, when somebody had done a freeze frame and you could see sea above the particular doorway that they ran through. So that's why they ran through that one. Let's see. I think Uncle Vic is actually the zombie who went after people before we got Billy. I kind of like Billy. So I'm I'm thinking he's already dead and, and gone. So even if the curse of his family is stopped, I don't think he's coming back to life anytime in the near future. And see, that's probably about it for now. I'll give you some more thoughts if I think of any others. Thanks. Well, thank you, Jazz, for clarifying a few questions that we had, especially about who actually shot Rosita. I feel like, like I said, it's been so long, like I'm trying to remember everything right. about like that <laughs> part of the season. And yeah, I, I, cause that's even going further back. So. Right. Yeah. We're, we're talking all yeah. of season four so far. So. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, first of all, Jazz, I want to say, I love that you had notes. <laughs> I can just hear you going through all your pages. Yes. <laughs> because I am glad I'm not the only one. Cause I, notes as I'm going through the episode. Usually I have to watch twice so I can get all my notes. And second, yeah, thanks for clearing up a lot. And some of it is just like me having brain farts. I'm like, when you said it, it's like, yeah, I know that. It's like, oh, I didn't know that then. Right. (laughs) So yeah, I swear there's a brain rattling around in my big dome, but sometimes it doesn't come out that way. Right. But thank you so much for all of the information again and clearing up our questions. And I hope that you will be paying closer attention than I do for the rest of the season. Right. <laughs> like, I already have anxiety knowing that we're coming to the end of this, possibly the series. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be like, but what about this? And you and Steve both are probably going to be like, it's right there. It said it 12 <laughs> times. I'm like, but I didn't pay attention because I was crying. So, <laughs> Steve, do you want to say anything about Jazz and all of her awesome information? Anything additional, I should say? Yeah, it was nice to hear the reason why Jeremy called the massive gun Anthony. Uh, that was pretty cool. And yeah, I did not see the sea above the door that they used to get out of the garden. And I was going to say that too. Yeah, perfect sense. Pay attention. Now I got to rewatch it all. Dang yeah. it. Because <laughs> I don't sit here and watch reruns of stuff as it is. Now I'm going to be like, hmm, what's going on? I feel like this is with some of our other shows where you're trying to catch every little bit of things happening. Right. Which is why I'm glad that we get feedback from like Jazz and Fred 
Fred and other people who randomly send us stuff, even if it's just a little like, hey, did you see this? Because right. there's so much going on. I can't catch it all. Right. <laughs> And this episode definitely <laughs> gets into that territory real quick. <laughs> yeah, and there's something I'm going to ask you when we get to it, once I once I see where we are, because there's definitely a, a head-scratcher for me. Right. But before we get there, let's just jump in with our, with our synopsis that sci-fi always gives us that makes us terribly angry, usually. Well, not so much this time. <laughs> episode 7, Love's All Over. A bet goes horribly wrong as Waverly and Nicole try to celebrate their engagement. What? <laughs> that was spot on. That's because I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sci-fi. I think somebody needs to hire Steve. Yes. <laughs> to at least write your synopsis. Okay, so gang's all here. Yay! I love that we're getting stuff happening and we get to see everybody and we're not like, all right, well, we're not going to see XYZ for three episodes because right. that would be killing us, I think. Well, we didn't have Jeremy in this episode, so... I feel like we didn't have Jeremy a lot this season. Well, yeah, we haven't. We've only seen him twice, I think. I know. Brun, what are you doing? Why aren't you here with us? Yeah. We, we need a big puppy dog smile and a hug from Mr. Brain. So what's going on? But I don't know why I forgot about Jeremy. I'm very upset. We actually, we didn't have Jeremy and, oh my gosh. His boyfriend. <laughs> we haven't seen him in like forever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The vampire. Why am I forgetting her name? Rosita. No, the other vampire, too. The one that turned Doc. Yeah, that was Rosita. Wait, no. Not Rosita. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Big nose Kate, but I can't think of her name. (laughs) Blaking. But yes. Oh, my gosh. Like, we're missing. We're missing some of her. Like, now that I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, we are missing some. Okay. We got a lot of the crew. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Yes. So let's start with an interesting combo that I wasn't exactly sure we would see, but I'm sure you'll figure it out. So things are starting to look normal. And I say that in quote in purgatory because all normal never is normal but we see cars parked in town the train goes by and hey normalness and winona drunk as hell in her leather leather pants leather bra top leather jacket wandering around the woods with none other than her lovely gun (laughs) and peacemaker is ready to go right so yeehaw and when we pull away from her drunkenly wandering around the woods assumably hunting monsters we see nicole giving waverly a ring again sitting on a couch in front of the high river motel in the parking lot what yeah (laughs) like as i'm watching this i'm going what is happening yes very strange yeah and a guy who looks like he's drunk i'm not quite sure walking past them saying get a room they're super cheap (laughs) it's like okay why are you sitting on that couch out front yeah You could have at least put it at the homestead. (laughs) Like, that's supposed to be the couch from the police department, I'm guessing. Like, their couch? It might have been, yeah. I know we, later on, Nicole mentions the couch, but... Yeah, that's why I'm like, why is it out there by the motel? (laughs) And her ring, like, okay, so I have a question about the ring. I know, completely random. What was it? Because it looked like a chunk of rock. Right, yeah, it definitely looked like a piece of rock. Now, yeah, it was green and it was pretty, but I'm thinking it's a family heirloom of Nicole's. Okay, I'm like, did I miss something? Am I not remembering 
something because it just i don't remember the ring looking like that i, I don't remember a ring well it wasn't bolshar's ring that <laughs> nicole <laughs> okay. had thankfully yeah okay so if anybody remembers this ring or anything about it please let us know because i am just at a loss yeah jazz will probably let us know or i'll have we'll have to maybe tweet and see if we get an answer back from anybody right like emily perhaps you yes. might know you should know but anyway let's go back to winona and hey look at peacemaker is lighting up so she apparently found what or who she was looking for but that person i say that lightly is <laughs> at the back end of a book feeding and i'm like what are you doing like i was freaking out and it's like come on out and it yeah. turns out it's amen feeding and they both oh my gosh they're <laughs> killing me they both lock eyes and they're like holy shit at the same time <laughs> so, awesome <laughs> great it's like oh i see you found your gun with the information that i gave you it's like hint hint don't shoot me i yes. hope you find it <laughs> she's like i got my mojo back as well you didn't help me with that but maybe you should make your peace and amen stands up and he's wearing a really weird i don't know it's supposed to be semi stylish like rubber apron right <laughs> i didn't quite get that i'm like scratching my head as i'm looking at it going, why are you trying to be stylish if you're trying to use that and be practical right although she does make fun of him a little bit which oh, i yeah. find using <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, but anyway, Wynonna in her drunken state holds Peacemaker up to her ear and tells him, tells Eamon, oh, Peacemaker says monsters are monsters, even if you know all the goss. And I love it. Yeah, what the hell are you wearing? Are you wearing a lobster bib from something? I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they discuss his food choice for a moment. And just she decides to remind Eamon, you know, I can kill you at any time. And he's like, oh, who told you my kink? It's like, all right, dude. Yeah. He's <laughs> drunk and looking for a fight. So maybe don't approach her. Yeah. Looking all like a bloody mess. Just throwing that <laughs> yeah. out there. Yeah. Don't antagonize a drunk Winona. No, no. Not who just got Peacemaker back, too. Yeah. Whew, that could be bad. So he leaves. And you know what? He did... <sighs> Okay, this is this might get me in trouble. He did make a point that he wasn't killing anybody. Right. And of course she's like, Oh, Bambi might have a different idea there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's trying to be all badass, which she normally is, except in this weird drunken state. And Eamon's like, Listen, Bambi here is food. I don't see you wearing what was it, zucchini leather jacket. Right. <laughs> I mean she's decked out in leather, so it's like, yeah. I mean, if he's not he's not killing a person. Right. So, I mean, that's obviously the goal. I, would that technically make him, like, a vegetarian? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because we saw like, Doc doing the same thing, so. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's going to take the meat and, like, do stuff in, something to it and, like, give it out. I don't know. This is weird. This is where my brain goes because I'm weird. But whatever. So, now I'm done with Eamon. Eamon stalks off all mad. Like, I wasn't done eating, but fine. And, like, I half expected why not just fall over because she just looked like she was not going to be standing for very long. Right. We get to go back and see Nedley, who is in shorties. Is it even shorties anymore? Have they changed the name? I don't even know. Yeah, I think it's now Nedley's. Or at least Nedley's. that's what I'm going with. <laughs> he's behind the bar. and Oh, no, he's in front of the bar. Sorry. Popping a bottle of bubbly to celebrate the newly engaged couple, which I feel like this is definitely a time jump, which obviously we know it's a time jump. But even in the show, 
because Waverly just looks a lot different. Right. I know it's more than just a haircut. So I just wonder what the time jump is supposed to be because the bar looks different. It's back to normal. It's not that weird holistic thing. Town looks normal. Waverly looks different. You know, just like all this stuff has happened. So I just kind of wish we had like, hey, three months later, you know, something so we know. Although I do feel like Waverly says something. Doesn't she say it's like a week or a month or something? Yeah, it's probably a week or so because the last episode they propose, you know, she proposed. So I feel like it too sh- much should be like further out. But yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Nicole, we really doc all toast. Well, actually, Rachel was there too. Yes. D- didn't she just get juice? Yes. <laughs> they, they chose <laughs> the happy couple. And Nedley, of course, informs Doc, hey, the real engagement party is tomorrow night. So you're going to have to make sure you're ready to go. And Doc's like, uh, yeah, I probably can't make that party and makes a really uncomfortable toast. Yes. <laughs> it's about it's stealing just, kisses. <laughs> they're quite the words, but yeah. And Rachel's like, awkward. <laughs> At least he apologizes to her. Yeah. It's like, oh, sometimes a gentleman forgets himself. It's <laughs> like, mm. Especially in a bar. Yeah, that was a little awkward. <laughs> of course, Nedley's like, okay, to get your head out of this situation, why don't you go get some more ice, Rachel? It's like, off you go. Oh, and here at this point, yeah. okay, Waverly tells Doc it's been a month with this Winona thing. Maybe it's just a blip and everything's over and Doc's like, it's not a blip. And it took me a minute. It really did take me a minute to realize what it was. And it was when she shot Clinton. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, okay, is it Doc's guilt or Doc just mad that she went against what he was doing or the fact that she even did it? Like, there's so many things. Like, I don't know why Doc was. Well, Doc was trying to actually come up with a peaceful solution to this. And Winona just said, screw that. I'm going to get rid of him and shot him in the back. So, yes, it's really Doc that has more of the problem with what Winona did than Winona having a problem with Doc. Last earlier, we saw where Winona basically told Doc he's not welcome at the homestead because he's a vampire. Well, now it's Doc's turn to say, no, I don't want anything to do with you because you're a bloody killer and I'm trying to be a better person. Mm hmm. I don't know what this means for Doc and Winona. I feel like they had their happiness for that brief, brief moment. And with right. them being pulled apart and all of this, it's like, uh, yeah. is everybody going to be unhappy by the end of this show, yeah. basically, is what I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good for Doc and Winona, that's for sure. Oh, this isn't good, but fingers crossed. Uh, we do find out Nedley is making a go of the bar because apparently his daughter dumped his whole pension into the bar and well he doesn't have anything else to do so all right well you're gonna need some help of course and Nedley's like yeah look around there's not exactly people banging (laughs) down my door and of course hey we need to plan something get rid of what's in the basement because we don't want people finding out they're already mad that I took potato skins (laughs) off the menu (laughs) now I think it's funny because nobody would be able to see what was down there although they would be able to see the chains so maybe that would just be weird right yes that would be extremely weird yeah (laughs) especially when it moves 
Right. I'm assuming that's like the storeroom too, so you can't put stuff down there. Yep. Hmm. So, er, let's see. That's something we're going to put a pin in because I don't know if that's going to be taken care of at all. Right. And anyway, we get a weird little throwaway line that makes me wonder what this is about because Doc tells Waverly he learned woodworking from his uncle. And if you wanted to be married under an arbor, it'd be my honor to make you one. It's like, that's great. It just seems like, is this like a thing? Is it going to matter in the big picture with what's going on in purgatory? It just seems weird because normally we don't get little lines in there that don't connect somehow. Right. And I really think it probably has to do with something that Winona discusses with Waverly a little later on and her obsession with bridal scrapbooks. <laughs> oh, like because when he was in the barn, like maybe he's seen it or something. Right. It's very possible. And anyone who doesn't know what an arbor is, it's uh, really kind of hard to explain, I guess, just from looking at it. But it's like a pergola or like a little arch or something yeah, that you would dress looking thing. Yeah, it's, it's like there's a bunch of different things. Types. Arbors date back to early Egyptian and Roman gardens. Yeah. So, so I mean, we know Doc is old, but he's not that old. No. <laughs> but maybe it's like a tradition, you know, that's like a lot of people do, I don't know, backyard wedding kind of thing. Right. Yeah, again, it just, I feel like there might be more to it. So, I don't know. Again, we'll put a pin in it. As they like to say at work, we'll put that in the parking lot. Yeah. So then we'll come comes back, back to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we get Winona walking in, saying her awesome line, because Winona and her lines, I hope they keep going like this all season. Yes. <laughs> Flat my ass and call me the sister-in-law. And then she sees Doc and says, not you. You are not allowed to partake in the slapping of ass. Like, <laughs> sure they have, but that's a whole nother story. Right. <laughs> and of course, Doc's like, congratulations, Waves. I gotta go. Oh, Doc and Winona, this hurts me. Yes, Because I was does. like, oh happy and not so much. Yeah. Winona's like, of course, why are you hanging out with the lame ranger? And Waverly's like, where the hell have you been? So that is going to get bumpy if Winona isn't telling her that she is out hunting monsters again. Right. But at the same time, I'm sure Winona does not want Waverly out there anywhere near the possibility of a door opening to the garden to take her again. Right. It's like, listen, listen, you've been busy. You're celebrating your engagement. I've been busy making plan plan plans <laughs> for what? Oh, your bachelorette party. Girls night out. Woohoo. I love it. It's like, okay, what was I doing? Because I'm half in the bag and I don't know what I should say right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> So, Girls Night Out ends up at a strip club, or at least at a bar that had Girls Night, so it was male strippers, and of course, our little trio was not looking too keen, but, well, two of our trio. Yes. <laughs> Winona was enjoying herself, Nicole yeah. and Waverly, not so much. Yeah. No, Waverly uh, was... Uh, definitely dressed for the occasion shall we say oh my gosh <laughs> yeah that's the other thing like we'll i feel like on. waverly's waverly's clothes have changed already like her fashion style this half of the season seems to really be different yeah <laughs> like okay well you're an angel i guess you're like but whatever i can rock all of it yep <laughs> uh let's go back to nedley's aka shorties aka we don't know what it. it's just the bar Rachel is like, uh, yeah, can I get a bourbon on the rocks? And Nedley's like, no, but I'll give you some juice because you should be in school. And of course, she's like, 
yeah, and Billy should be in school. I didn't know he was a Clanton. Look what happened. That He's some weird monster. This is bad. And of course, Dudley's like, you know, I don't blame you for everything that happened. The world was on fire and you did the best you can. But how about we kind of try to go back to normal? And she does throw in the fact that she's like, listen, you were a barnacle Dudley and you ate ne- Nicole's cat, Calamity <laughs> Jane. That was horrible. And he's like, what? No, no, no. Let's never speak of this again yeah that was an ouch yeah i'm like why would you do that that was not something he chose right but she was being defensive too so yeah it it just she felt like she was being attacked and so she just attacked right back and (laughs) she apologized for snapping at him like that but yeah that was just like oh ouch what a little salt to that wound so after they kind of have a, a moment of, all right, you know what? We will just be snipping at each other if something doesn't change. Hey, Rachel, how about you be my new bar back? And of course, Rachel seemed a little surprised. Like, what, Nudley, you really want that? Yes, of course. Except you don't get to drink the booze and you don't get to go in the basement. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I feel like all of a sudden she's like, oh, don't go in the basement, eh? Yeah. Even though she knows the situation yep. and knows that he was sent to kill her yep this isn't gonna stop her no and that worries me because we don't know just because ma'am is dead if anything's changed in i I don't want to say his programming but his directive right yeah i mean we we know holt's gone and ma'am's gone and billy is a reaper we still don't know what happened to cleo so right they aren't out of the woods as far as the clantons go as long as they're still alive yep i think this is bad i mean yeah unless all the reapers die die off when the person who makes them dies, which I doubt, Yeah. then I think we're in trouble. But again, let's kind of put that to the side while we go to the strip club. Like we said, yeah, girls night out, Nicole and Waverly not looking to impress. Of course, Wynota calls over one of the dancers and says, hey, we got a bride over here. And there's another bride who happens to be in the bar, which was hilarious. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, you're a bride too. It's like, oh, so drunk. I loved it. That was my best drunk impression. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm just drinking tea, yeah, I'm not getting drunk on that. And I love it when she's like, that's great. My whole bridal party bailed to go to church. It's like, first of all, I felt really bad for that bride. Right. It's like, oh my God, you have a bridal party that's like, no, we're not going to go to your bachelorette party. We're going to go to church instead. It's like, ooh, ouch. Yeah, but who starts the bridal party at noon on a Sunday? That's <laughs> pretty much what nicole said yeah so I, mean, I, I thought that was funny it's yeah, like oh. really goes, duh <laughs> well, maybe she was still going from last night we don't know true i mean look at winona she seems to right? <laughs> still going from the night before <laughs> true but this unknown bride drags nicole over to the bar to get shot which started to kind of worry me because i'm like hmm is this a setup because right. i see setups everywhere now yeah but it doesn't seem to be a setup <laughs> poor waverly's like getting a little jealous and she's like listen First of all, you're both engaged, both bride, not just right waving by herself and she's like and everyone knows you and loves you and that hot ginger is off the market yeah <laughs> so don't worry and Winona and Waverly I'm like having a brain fart are starting to discuss the fancy wedding but Nicole doesn't really want a fancy wedding because this is her second wedding which again I had forgotten right because it just seems like it was so long ago so it's like okay yeah we're, we're bringing it back up we're gonna wrap things up hopefully but she doesn't want a fancy wedding but Waverly always has 
jazz because why not a reminder you've had bridal scrapbooks since you were like 10 right <laughs> and you know nicole will do what you want or come somewhere into the middle just tell her <sighs> And that's just like, oh, that's sweet. But it mm, doesn't seem to be working for Waverly for some reason. Right. She didn't want to cause waves. <laughs> yeah. Waves doesn't want to cause waves. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> then the next dancer is introduced, Dimitri, who seems to have a craptastic attitude. <laughs> yeah, he just does not like, look like he has any interest in being a stripper. No. And he turns around, kind of takes off his vest, and we see scars on his back. And I was like, oh, what does this mean? Right. (laughs) And this is my question for you, because Waverly's like, I think I know him. All right. Even all the way through the end of the episode, they've never they never came back to that. Well, so what do we think that is? Is it because she was part angel? Like it's just kind of in her DNA or something? No. Dimitri was the guy who told Waverly and Nicole to get a room in the motel parking lot. Oh, that's okay. Like, I know I, we mentioned that already, but yeah. like <laughs> when she said, I think I know him, I'm thinking no, it was no, something like, way yeah, Somebody deeper. from school or something. Yeah, I, I just think she probably should have said, I think I recognize him, not know him. Okay. A little right. That makes a little more there. sense, I guess. Yeah. But hey, next thing we know, the stripper, Dimitri, because of course that's not his real name, right? Yeah. Is sitting at the table with Winona and Waverly when Winona brought several more shots back. <laughs> My God, they're pounding them back. Yeah. And I just find it amusing because Dimitri is guessing by Winona's references that she has joined the I'm off of love club right and of course when she bitches about her ex dimitri's like maybe she try win it women but then again that never works out either right oh, by the way i'm pan and when he says that i thought oh my god they're bringing another like ancient god into this right <laughs> and i'm like trying to hurry up as i'm watching it and look up it's like okay what does he do all right he was like the the guy who was playing the flute thingy either yeah i'm like trying to hurry up and do all this right <laughs> and again throw me a curveball why don't you, Emily? Because it's not even where we ended up. No. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, try to find as much information as fast as possible. Google machine, don't fail me now. That's basically <laughs> what I was like trying. But did you like look at anything about Pant when he said that? No. Or did you not even try? No, I, I figured I'd just kind of let this one ride out. When he says he's a love professional and yet has this attitude, I kind of thought, hmm, where are we actually going? Going with this, and I it didn't hit me at first, but then it goes, Oh, yeah, I should have had a V8. <laughs> See, I didn't get it honestly. I mean, I should have, it should have like all fallen into pieces, but all because he said I'm pan threw me the heck off. Yeah, well, the pan referenced pansexual, so <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you didn't realize that? No, <laughs> oh my god, seriously, no, I, I was thinking the god pan, not thinking anything beyond that right not until way later when it's finally just like hit you upside the head because i'm going to just say it out loud uh, yeah <laughs> but i never realized that it meant he was pansexual jesus <laughs> rice yes everyone i am that slow apparently because this is about 24 hours after i've watched it and i it still never clicked <laughs> Wow. I don't even feel like I'm worthy to continue because I'm messed up. All right. Sorry, everyone. I'm a doofus. All right. Let's keep going. But... 
the conversation with Waverly and Dimitri when Dimitri says there's no real love. And I know that for a fact because I'm a love professional. And of course, Waverly in her utter sunshine and happiness ideals. She's like, yeah, love is the only thing that's real because Nicole died for me. She literally died for me and I would kill for her, which she has, but we're not going to go too deep into that right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel sorry for you that you can't feel that much. And he's like, hmm, okay, want to bet on it? And I love it. Waverly's like, I don't know how we can prove who won, but yeah, sure. And you just knew when that was said, again, I was still stuck on the God pan and something right. was going to happen. <laughs> he's like, all right, little wink and a nod. Hey, tell your sister she's a delightful lunatic. And good luck spreading the real love throughout the world as he slips something into her pocket. And I'm like, like, oh, crap. Because then he walks away and his eyes turn red, but they turn into like little hearts. Right. And I'm like, what is he, a meme with, or an emoji? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> but seriously, like, I was kind of freaking out about it. So I was like, okay, let's just, hmm. But things really start getting weird. And again, didn't pick it up right away because apparently I'm kind of slow. <laughs> <sighs> I definitely should have had more caffeine before I watched <laughs> We see Nicole and Waverly at the municipal building, but not knowing if anyone's there because Clayton's are gone. Who's minding the store? I don't know. We need a marriage license, so there's got to be an application here somewhere, right? Yep. And as they're talking and, and not paying attention to their surroundings, they get interrupted by Bunny, who, oh my God, Bunny. <laughs> she is just so funny. I don't yes. know what else to say. Because she's just like dripping bile as she talks to them. Yep. It's like, I don't know how long it's going to take because Clanton's aren't around, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, listen, we need to get this. Quit being your homicidal, homophobic self and just give us a marriage license. And I mean, Nicole at first was very standoffish with everything. Right. Yeah. She was ready to attack Bunny for. Right. And then we suddenly see like a little sparkly glitter heart, which I'm sorry. I don't know who managed to do this if they use super fine tweezers to get a single glitter right. that they were able to flick off because everybody who's ever used glitter knows that you can't just get one. No. And glitter is everywhere. And this is what makes me wonder whoever had to clean up the stuff at the end, like right. after the big yes. scene, <laughs> if they didn't want to just like smack the hell out of everybody who thought that was a great idea. Right. They're going to be finding it for like weeks. But anyway, side note, sorry. Nicole flicks the, the little sparkly heart off of her and she happens to look at Waverly and I'm like, what the hell is happening? Right. Because we have like this runway model, like commercial, bright light, the heart music, the hair blowing. And, and the, the sensual look. <laughs> yes. And like the little almost kiss. And like, I was dying. Yes. Looking at this. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Nicole's like, hey. Yeah. And super PDA was yes. like about to happen. <laughs> and I've never seen Waverly get so irritated so fast no <laughs> it's like whoa and then bunny oh my god i thought bunny was gonna die yeah. <laughs> although it did get bunny to just sign the license and hurry up and give it to them yes although, it did I don't get what the whole hand sanitizer thing was well she's homophobic so she doesn't want to get any diseases just being around those two lesbians. i'm like she's like putting a bunch of hand sanitizer on before she even like signs the marriage license right <laughs> That's how homophobic she is. Like, okay, weirdo. 
<laughs> and like they get the license and again hand sanitizer handshake hand sanitizer and great because bunny happens to see a little shiny heart on her and looks at waverly and great we get the same thing that happened i'm like what is going on <laughs> As Waverly tells Nicole, go home, take several cold showers, and think only of Band of Brothers. <laughs> now, see, there's a lot of really hot guys in that show. <laughs> right, yes. So and for that's me, why that said. doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> yes, the overall story, very deep, very different. Not exactly like, ooh, hot guy kind of attitude, but just seeing them, whole different story for me. But, you know, anyway, moving on. <laughs> I, I have a very hard time. It's like, all right. So we go to Eamon's Bar, which I forgot the name. The Glory Hole. I don't hole. know if I forgot or I just like blocked it out. I think you just blocked it out. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Because we see Waverly. When did she have time to do this? She had apparently baked an apple pie. Right. <laughs> as a peace offering so that we could maybe have a truce, you know, monster truce. So just one day, just so I can get married and not have the world come crazy crashing down well first of all really i would love that for you too waverly but chances are not good right but instead of answering right away i'm gonna ask about cleo was she in the office and waverly like no but something big has happened right especially to take ma'am clanton out are you forgetting that something big was you? Yeah. <laughs> no, she's not admitting to anything. <laughs> yeah, apparently she's blocking that out. And of course, Eamon's like, well, you know, Waverly, I understand Nicole's concern. And maybe, maybe we can have a truce. But that's only because he happened to also find a sparkly heart on himself because Waverly decided to boop Eamon's nose. Yeah, ping his nose. <laughs> yeah, it's like, boop. Oh, and there's a sparkly heart on you. And again, cue seductive. I want to say almost telenovela level. Yes, like absolutely. Absolutely. And great. Things yeah. are not going to go the way we want. But no. Eamon does say, I will do anything for you to make sure your day is amazing. <laughs> and that kind of scared me. Oh, yeah. It's like, is this going to turn almost homicidal? Because he obviously is a vampire and has strength and speed and stuff that oh. Nicole doesn't have. Yeah. So I got really worried when that was said. Yep. But she doesn't even think about it. She's like, yes. And off goes Happy Waverly outside. And she happens to catch Doc. And great. She hugs him. And I'm like, why? Why are you touching people? Yes. <laughs> she doesn't See, know. See, of course, like, part of me is like, it's a pandemic. Don't touch anyone. Not, yeah. <laughs> and part of me is like, people are acting really weird after you touch them. Maybe don't touch them. And then finally, reality sets in going, she doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. So, so that's why she's touching everyone. But Doc does catch her and ask what really happened to ma'am. And she says she doesn't remember. Now, I don't know if she really doesn't remember or... Probably not. If she's blocked it out. Yeah, I or think if it's she's like, oh, go ahead. blocked it out. I was going to say, or if it's something like with, that was the angel side, so she doesn't really have control right. of that, so she doesn't know anything. Yeah. So it's almost like two separate personalities. Yes, absolutely. But it was interesting because we do see a little sparkly on Doc, but he like, you know, kind of pops it away, but we don't see him suddenly like get the Waverly. Right, yeah. He to. doesn't notice it until a little later. Oh, was it that long? Yeah. Huh, I wonder why it hurt he didn't get it right away. Well, they hugged, and that's when he got it on his shoulder, but he mentions Cleo, and somebody should go check that out, and so Waverly leaves, and he goes to head to the junkyard. Oh, 
Oh, see, it it wasn't clicking. Like they have to like notice it. Yes, you have to notice the sparkle heart on you, and oh. as soon as you touch it, the first person you see, you go gaga over. <laughs> okay, that makes a little more sense now. Right. See, the pieces start falling in place. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Dimitri uh, didn't bother to inform Waverly of any of this stuff. So <laughs> no. And then when we get to Dimitri, like the information that he passes on, it really starts making me think like, wait a second, this doesn't even seem like it should have gone off because right. it shouldn't have passed. But we'll get that. Let's talk about the homestead for a second. We have Waverly returning, finding Nicole going through all the bridal scrapbooks that Winona had just mentioned. Well, apparently there was a crap ton. Great. And Nicole's like, yes, I'm bursting with love and I'm Mount Hot. And Waverly's like, what the heck? You were super standoffish and then you turned into a horny octopus. What is going on with you? Are you possessed? I love how she pinches her. Right. Wow. Like, oh, okay. Well, wait a minute. Didn't she feel pain when she was possessed before? What? Yes. I don't get that part. But and Waverly isn't too happy because she's like, "Are you making fun of me in my scrapbooks?" Because at one point she's like, "Do you want a sky skywriter or do you right, want a skydive?" Yes. I can't remember what it was. It's like, what? Stop it! Stop looking through my stuff. I was ten. It was cool. Yeah. That's how I was feeling. <laughs> and listen, Nicole's like, suddenly you can have whatever you want with the wedding, and we need a hashtag. And this is what I thought was hilarious because we hear a car horn and Waverly's like, I'll be back. She goes outside and Nicole is going through different like possible hashtags and then she says, way hot? No, that's ridiculous. I'm like, all right. Thank (laughs) you for giving a nod to all of the fandom who have been saying way hot forever. Yep, that was nice. I thought that was great. Yes. (laughs) This is one of the shows that does really bring in stuff from the fandom. Yep. Kevin Batch. Yes. (laughs) He could, you know, maybe, maybe explain that a little better. But yeah, just the fact that they do that, I think is great total aside again thank you Winona Earp family for for being out there and doing that and getting uh these little things on the screen because it just makes us the rest of us feel like oh my god they really listened yep <laughs> all right let's come back we see bunny what the hell is bunny doing there that's all i was thinking bunny why are you here but you can't marry nicole great why did you give us the wrong license what's going on and she's like oh my god it gets so weird waverly of course is like get your homophobia self and get out of here. I don't want you around. And Bunny's like, no, no, no. And then it gets weird. Yeah. I've never gayed before. And I, I'm not quite sure if I'm gaying right. But here, I went to every craft store and I got you this. This huge bouquet of fake roses. roses red yeah. roses. <laughs> Faux roses. Boses or something. Yeah, I was like, I can't remember how she said it. And Waverly's like, what? Get back in the car and get out of here. <laughs> oh, no. Let me try. Will you marry me? What? What is happening? And I love it because she throws the roses out at her and she's like I want you to have the and right when she does that and drives off the back and what the tailgate the tailgate of, of the truck, truck drops <laughs> and Winona's there going what is happening still drunk with the gold stripper chef's hat yeah <laughs> Waverly thinks it's got to be a prank or some kind of who knows weird thing happening and I love it because Winona's like it's a day that ends in why <laughs> it's like what and Waverly suddenly thinks about that bet that she made. Yeah. Maybe it could have something to do with that. Yeah. 
And Winona just, what the hell? Why are you laying out there? There's snow on the ground. Isn't it a little cold to be sleeping in the back of a truck? Right. <laughs> with just like a bra top on? Right. Because Waverly does bring Winona a cup of coffee. Yay. And decides to share her concerns. Maybe something would be wrong with Bunny. And Nicole was all like standoffish and then super affectionate. What's going on? And of course, Winona, <laughs> she's so classy. Yep. And she's like, maybe it's just your magical coochie waiver. <laughs> like, shut up. You are not helping me. Right. And she said it very sarcastically. I mean, if you really think about where Winona's headspace is right here, she's jealous that all of a sudden Waverly's getting all this attention when she's craving it. And Even though she is basically craving attention from everyone, I think she only wants it from Doc. Yeah. Yeah. And Winona's like, I gotta go talk to Eamon. And of course, bad thing because Waverly helped Winona with her top and yeah. off Winona goes. This could just end well, right? Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, so much going on. Let's go to Magpie junk Junkyard. I'll say Junction. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Junction. Anyway, Doc arrives and we see Ma'am Clinton's body in not so good shape no. in a, <laughs> a chair. And I'm like, why is that there? Because it wasn't there. No, because they were inside. So yeah. <laughs> Cleo drag her body out of the house and put That's her in that <laughs> rocker? I don't know. Doc hears a noise and ends up going over. He's like, I'm going to count to five. Come out. Finds Cleo. And Cleo's like, are you here to kill me? And of course, Doc's like, no, I promised your brother that I wouldn't. But she wants him to. And I know Doc isn't going to do it, right? Right. But I'm thinking, if he does it, do all of the Reapers Oops. get like set free? Yep. Does this curse finally end? And, right. Does, you know, I'm like, there's all these little things like, what if, what if? Yeah. Makes me wonder. But hmm. uh, Doc's like, we need to tend to your mother because she shouldn't just be out there like that. And I'm no. like thinking, there's going to be some creepy things coming soon if they're not already there. And Cleo's like, no, no, no. She needs to tell me what to do next. It's like, oh, this is not good. No. Cleo has lost her shit is all I'm thinking. Yes, she absolutely has. And this is when Doc happens to notice the sparkly heart on his jacket and knocks it off. And that's why it just didn't dawn on me that they have to see it. Right. I thought for some reason it like just didn't appear right away for him. Or right. something. No. And then he looks at Cleo and she has her, yeah, awesome close up. Right. But he tells her, instead of just like getting handsy, which I'm grateful for. Right. Because I think, yes, I was a Winona and Doc. I don't want to say shipper. That just seems so bad. <laughs> but like, I think I would have just been mad. But I think it's because more of his attitude. Like, right. He's not handsy. Whereas I guess Nicole and Waverly were like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so he tells her she's brave and fierce and tenacious and you're about to tear my heart in two because you're crying and all of a sudden she's like what yeah <laughs> she under a brush go wow that was hot <laughs> right like her face is just like uh oh okay and Cleo's like, Ma'am said everyone involved with the herbs were evil, but obviously, okay, not so much here. Right. But Doc is just keeps going, look at yourself, and your eyes are sharp, and there's beauty, and there's all of this, and I'm just like, I'm not liking this. The whole time no. he's doing this, I'm like, mm, I'm <laughs> No, not he's doing just what we don't need. He's bringing Cleo back from despair. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, this is not good, and it's your turn to do whatever 
whatever you're supposed to do and be your own legacy. And again, upon, uh, this is not good. No, this is not good. <sighs> so great. Does she now have like a little sidekick? Sure. Because seems that's that what it kind of comes up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So anyway, she does happen to mention, I'm so glad Mam and Nicole's plan didn't work out for you. Right. <laughs> and while everybody seems to be getting more and more involved with anybody they've seen with the heart, Doc's like, what do you mean? And this is what I thought was weird because all of a sudden it's... He was not so focused on her, but right. wanted to know what was said. Yeah, what the deal was. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe he's not all in. Like, whereas everybody else is getting sucked in, he doesn't seem to be, like, sucked in all the way. Right, yes. He hasn't been affected as much as everybody else has, that's for sure. Which makes me wonder if it's because his curse and he's a vampire and... It could be. Because he still loves Winona. Yep. They had a kid. I mean, there's all sorts of things that could be pulling him back. Right. But the damage is done, I'm afraid. Yeah. Uh, we find out that they made the deal to get Waverly out of the garden in return. Well, Nicole would give them you. Yeah. It's like, okay. So he understands and drives off, which I was just like, what does this mean? <laughs> Nothing good. No. We go back to the glory hole because Winona goes to talk to Eamon again, only she's not just going to talk. She is, I don't know, super mad for a second or something. But then she notices the heart and things go very weird. Yeah. And listen, you oversexed gunslinger, <laughs> basically. <laughs> she's calling Eamon all sorts of things. He's calling her this. And Winona's like, oh, no, we, I'm a very, very sexual being. And Eamon's like, nope, 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 nope. He tries to make a run for it. Why Nona is like all over him and he's like what are you doing she's like why aren't you sleeping with me and he goes because I love Waverly and again I was thinking things are gonna go bad because she says why what is it about her because she's so pure and cute and this doesn't make sense because look at you and of course he's like no because normally Doc is at the top of my lust chart but I don't know I only want Waverly yep. and I was thinking things were going to get ugly like yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> affected things are gonna get crazy ugly i didn't know what was going to happen and i was worried like great is this love going to turn into crazy murder <laughs> so we go and we find waverly who has figured some stuff out right kind of so she goes to the hotel and finds dimitri of course she's like don't look at me or you'll fall in love and he's laughing he's like i'm immune to the spell and she's like wait it's a spell right <laughs> like make everyone stop and he's like it shouldn't be so hard if you're doing everything right of course she didn't know what the hell's going on because he didn't tell her anything exactly <laughs> it's like you made this craptastic bet but you didn't tell me what's what she's like what are you talking about you need to fill me in and he's like didn't you do your laundry little girl check your pockets <laughs> and out comes that vial with all the little sparklies and he explains oh yeah little secret sauce on people they fall in love and make sure they're going to see the person that they're supposed to fall in love with because they fall for the first person they see and i love it because waverly is then chasing him into the lot because he's like yeah i'm done with that i'm not delivering food better tip i get to eat the french fries that fall out of the bag <laughs> and you can't do the job. That's not my fault. Because all I had to do is to find somebody to take my place who was willing. And she's like, hello, all of this is not right. It completely ignores consent. Right. And I was thinking right there, that's not what she was talking about. She was talking about if the people who fall in love, if it leads to sex. Right. Which he does mention. It's 
you modern, so single-minded. Yeah. That doesn't come into the equation unless that's what they really wanted. Yeah, like Winona. (laughs) Yeah, if she didn't give consent to become what we find out is Cupid. Yes. How did she become Cupid? That's where I was stuck. Right. I know it's stupid to get stuck there, but it's like, wait, I don't understand. It was the bet. See, and I don't feel like that would have really Right. It didn't completely give her the whole story to get her consent to take it. Yeah, but that's it why I'm still like, enough to pass it on to her. He's a sneaky bastard. Apparently. <laughs> sneaky. And demon. that's when Waverly realizes the scars on your back were wings. He's like, yeah, I had them removed. So it makes me wonder, great, do they start growing? Is Waverly right, going to yeah. have wings? <laughs> Waverly going to have two sets of wings now? <laughs> right. And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, don't forget, you're going to have to start telling people why you're not a fat little baby either. Right. I'm like, well, he just seems like a happy camper. We go back to the homestead and Waverly tells Winona what's going on and she's like, are you sure? I touched you and Winona, of course, is like, I am five by five. Nothing's wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> and she does start acting a little weird, but not, I guess, too out of the new normal for Winona weird. Right. And Waverly's like, maybe I should just not go to the party. And of course, you can't not go to your own engagement party. This is your engagement party. So Winona's like, I bet Nicole has a big surprise for you. It's probably <laughs> your name tattooed across her boobs, which are great. <laughs> and Waverly's like, oh no, are you loving Nicole? She's like, no, I'm just making sure you're still in love with her. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And Winona's like, maybe you leave the little glitter here. Yeah. And maybe things won't be weird. So when Waverly puts it down, Winona makes up an excuse. Hey, can I borrow some mascara? And takes the vial and puts it into her bra. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. No. (laughs) But I'm thinking, wait, would it even work? Because Waverly didn't give it to her. Right. Yes. There's a lot of questions I have for this episode. <laughs> Making me crazy. But anyway, let's keep going. Let's go to the bar for the party. We have Winona and Waves arrive. Of course, Waverly is, I want to say, immediately surrounded greeted by Bunny, Nicole, and Eamon, who are all like, look, I have this for you and this. And I am so glad that we didn't have a ton of people there. Right. <laughs> because Waverly's like, okay, this is weird. But Wa- Waves is like, why are you here, Bunny? She's like, you didn't call me. I have two phones with the exact same number, so I wouldn't miss your call. So I'm like, okay, he probably just have it forwarded, but whatever. But And Eamon, why are you here with all these balloons? Like, This is getting strange. She yeah. does not know about Eamon, though. At no. least she didn't at that point. Right. And Winona, of course, is like, hey, Eamon, what's up? Oh, this isn't good. But Winona grabs Bunny, to, takes her to the bar and tells Nedley, get her plaster. Right. <laughs> and this is what I thought was weird, because like I said, it wasn't the sparkles weren't transferred exactly. But because Winona touched Nedley's hand, suddenly Nedley has a sparkly heart and he sees Bunny. And that's just weird, too. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how I feel because Nedley knows everything. And if somehow. Bunny finds anything out. I mean, she did see that weird gnome at one point, right? Right. So I, I don't know. Maybe she's just really good at denial. Yeah. <laughs> and the flirting between Nedley and Bunny starts, and it's like, this is strange. And Eamon's flirting with Waves, and of course, Nicole is attached to Waverly's side. Yes. And Winona is trying to attach herself to Eamon. I can't with this weird group because Eamon's talking about being a matador, and uh, Waverly's like, okay why are you telling me this? And Winona's all, I could ride a bull or be ridden like one. It's like, okay. 
this is not going the way we want it to go. This is getting awkward. Yeah. Why do we want Winona to sleep with a demon? Right. Oh, I kept thinking he was a vampire. No, he's a vampire, right? Yeah, he is a vampire. Yeah. But still, so, <laughs> same thing. Bad guy. Yeah. And things just get crazy because we have Bunny trying to sing and Winona trying to get Eamon to motorboat. And <laughs> suddenly you have Nicole mad and Nedley mad and Eamon mad. And they're all trying to sing to other people all at the same time and get everybody's attention. And it's like, what is going on? Yes. But as all this craziness is happening, thankfully, Rachel didn't touch anyone. Yeah, at least. But she grabs the keys and goes down in the basement. I'm just thinking, great, you're going to be attacked. Nobody's going to know this isn't good. Right. All this craziness happening, Waverly calls Doc and she's like, you seem to not be affected by this. I need you here. Well, he is affected. We just don't know what's happening because it's being affected off screen with Cleo. Right. Really hoping. Hoping? Hoping. <laughs> Things didn't get really weird. Oh, we'll see. All right. Doc is there finally while Waverly's trying to tell him what's going on and then we cut away because then we get Rachel in the basement and sees nobody. She goes to walk out of the basement which I thought she knew the situation. Am right. I forgetting? No, I think she, she knew it. But she she's like, oh, there's nothing here. Right. But then we hear a growl and the chains move and she screams and I'm just thinking, God, no. Yes. <laughs> we go back and Doc is, is trying to figure out everything but right when this is happening, we get Dimitri come in. He's like, I have an order for Waverly. Well, crap. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was you. How do you not know? Did you not get her name at least once? Right. <sighs> This is probably not good because Dimitri is talking to Waves and we're trying to get some information. And that's when Winona's up on a table. And suddenly, he, Dimitri's like, fine, I'll take it back. Where's the vial? Waverly's like, oh, I left it at home. He's like, are you sure? Because we turn around and we see Winona fighting to open the sparkles. And she's talking about golden shower for everybody. Yeah. Which, no, <laughs> don't ever say that again, Winona. <laughs> and uh, suddenly, tragedy, kind of. Yes. <laughs> because sparkles everywhere. I'm scared of what's going to happen. At least Rachel isn't up there, but Rachel could be in danger. What the what? Right. It chills out and we see basically everybody dancing with everybody. <laughs> Doc and Nedley dancing, talking about how I can't believe we're, we're great friends and I'm the friend, the greatest gunslinger and Eamon telling Bunny, I can't believe that Bunny fail that you've been hiding and yeah. we just keep <laughs> dancing and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and of course, Nicole and Winona for like a second like if we're not sisters-in-law can we try stuff maybe we should just test it and Waverly is like Dimitri you need to tell me something I, I just need info because this is weird yeah <laughs> well apparently Dimitri's spit can destroy love and create balance because the universe cre crave balance can't talk today Nicole thinks of course maybe Winona and her should do something for science and they start switching partners yeah <laughs> and it ends up where Doc and Winona are finally dancing together and I thought it was going to go to a whole different place because like they're looking at each other like seriously right and i'm like oh are they finally gonna get back together like it's gonna whatever the spell's gonna be broken but they're gonna still be okay right you kind of hope that's gonna happen because waverly even says it she's like oh i can almost see the love vibrating off those two and dimitri's like uh oh, it's fake because your sister and her glitter bomb it's like no but he's always so sad wait a second why are you always so sad you're cupid yeah and so he tells her that he had his heart broken by Eamon. Yep. After two years together, he was told he bored him. 
And well, that's not good. So C, Waverly in her constant, again, sunshine says this proof of love does exist because you loved each other. You wouldn't hurt so bad if you didn't really love him. Right. It's like, ugh, fine. Let's do this. And I love that they both have straws and they're going <laughs> to do spit wads. Yeah. And Dimitri's like, aim for the butt. Love lives in the butt. <laughs> What? Yeah. Love lives in the butt. It will undo the mess, but makes me wonder if there's any residual. Right. So as this is all happening, we get them shooting spit wads at everybody, and apparently it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> makes me wonder what the heck they were spitting. And hits everybody in the butt, and as that was happening, Rachel's downstairs still, and we hear Billy talk to her, so she can hear him, and he says he wants to go home. So I'm like, okay, he's like not just a reaper monster kind of thing. Right. So that's good, right? Possibly, yep. Uh I think there might be some hope for Billy yet. I hope so. That's all I can say. Yep. But everyone gets shot in the butt. Everybody's like, oh, okay, things are weird. Winona gets shot in the butt first and then Doc. And they start to pull away. And Winona's like, I don't want to let go. And that hurts because Doc doesn't say anything. He nope. just lets go and walks away. Yep. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Rip your heart out, Tom. That, oh, it was too much. I was like, I need a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we have Bunny who was just drunk off our ass who doesn't understand what happens but you know good luck basically <laughs> we can never speak of this again <laughs> yeah and Nedley drives her home it's like wait what yeah <laughs> and I don't know if I'm liking that because Nedley kind of had a smirk and I'm like oh what is happening right <laughs> that residual you mentioned might yeah. be happening uh, we do know that Nicole has at least come around that they're going to have a medium fussy wedding. Yep. And Dimitri's like, you know what? I picked you because I've never actually seen somebody so in love. Right. But hey, I got to get back to my deliveries. And he's all like, yes, fine. I'm coming. Like, yeah. yeah <laughs> the burgers are still warm. Probably not. But yeah. No. <laughs> so we have two last scenes that had me going, oh, why? Yes. At the glory hole, we have Winona there again. And Eamon's like, are you here to kill me again this time? Right. Nope. I'm just here to see you. It's like, hmm, I wasn't sure if you were going to be alone. And Eamon tells her that Dimitri came in, yelled at him for having no soul, and apparently Winona identifies with that. Yeah, having. And she's like, I just want to stop feeling guilty for what I am. And he looks at her a little confused, and he says, finally, you're a very confusing woman. And she's like, and flexible. And she takes off her gun, which he does look right. at gun, which worries me. Yeah. And Winona's like, are you still in love with my sister? And he's like, no. She's like, oh, great. Want to show me how to ride the bull? Yeah. And oh. scene on those two. And yeah. I am not liking it happy. at all. Nope. <laughs> no, don't want this. Now, part of this is because I don't know where Doc went. Because we go back to Magpie's junkyard and we don't see Doc there, thankfully. Yeah. But we do see Cleo pushing a wheelbarrow. And she's talking to the wheelbarrow. <laughs> Right. Saying, whichever one of us kids becomes a Clanton heir, Mam's plan was to have him turn, turn her into a Reaper to avenge the Clanton name. I keep saying Clayton. But we see her stop at a square that looks like maybe an old well, and there's a fence around it, too. It's like, hmm, what is this? Yeah. And Cleo just keeps talking. I will destroy every one of our enemies and everything you've ever wanted, but no. No, ma'am, you are not going to be a Reaper. No. Because I'm never going to forgive you for doing what you did to Billy. And all of a sudden, she's like, 
dinner and starts throwing pieces of ma'am down this well. Right. So apparently that's where all the reapers are. are. Yep, absolutely. And then we see footprints walking and Cleo stops and she's like, Billy, you came home. Like, oh God. Because she says, it's time to take back what's ours. Do we think that Billy is going to be able to fight her? I think eventually, yeah, I think if it comes to Rachel or Cleo, he will pick Rachel. Now, anybody else? Uh, That's a fair game. This is going to get weird. Yes, it is. What an episode. Okay, so I'm so glad we're back, and I want to know what everybody else was thinking about this episode, because you know Steve and I were like, what? Yes. (laughs) So... What did we get? I, I understand there's something ready to share with everyone. Absolutely. Jazz got her thoughts in on this episode, so let's hear what she has to say. Hello, this is Jazz, and I have a review for Winona Earp, Season 4, Episode 7. I love seeing the cast on my screen again, and it warmed my heart to see how lighthearted this particular episode was. It's important to have lighthearted as well as scary and dark episodes to even them all out. I love the fact that the Jane Arden actually sang the part of the song Insensitive that she wrote many years ago. So I thought that was very cool and impressive. So they did a nod to the fans of the song and she's a Canadian treasure from what I know. So she plays Bunny. Very cool. I personally think that Mercedes saved Calamity Jane because pets and animals in general are not allowed to die in films and movies and TV. That's just wrong. So I think that Rachel being a teenager was just teasing Nidley over the fact that she probably can't remember or he can't remember what he did. So she's probably just teasing him about that just because that's what teenagers do. I like the fact that the ladies got a bunch of rings from one another. This one I think was blue that Nicole gave to Waverly, which was very pretty. And also was in a bullshar ring, which I thought was awesome because that one is gross, ugly, and just full of trouble. So a regular everyday ring was very nice. I was uh, happy to see them actually getting together, even getting a wedding license through Hecker Highwater to get Bunny to deliver it. As well as some people being a little more amorous than they should have been, considering they didn't like PDA in the beginning. And now like pretzels and all sorts of stuff. So that was definitely good to see. I'd like to see them actually being in love and getting together and not having it snatched away from us, at least for one episode. So pleased about that. It seems like it's going to continue to go on, at least for a little while. I was sad to see Winona and Dark brokenhearted because he feels betrayed by Winona and then later on by Nicole. And, you know, it's interesting that Winona killed Holt, who was the sheriff, and she hasn't gotten in trouble for that yet, who was a human, and she shot him in the back because he was a bad guy and he would come after their family eventually. But yet, she let the demon, Eamon, live because I guess he was cute and she liked him a lot in many different ways. I'm not sure you're supposed to be that flexible with uh, who you're going to kill and who you're not. So it's, it's, you know, human, no, boom, dead. Demon, eh, he's cute. I'll let him live for a little while. So I can see Doc's point in, in not liking that, especially the shooting in the back part. But also, not everybody else used to be a vampire in the previous season, killed Waverly's dad and Winona's boyfriend. And, you know, wanted everybody to forgive him being a horrible vampire last season who got back up together with Big Nose Kate, who did not have a big nose. And he betrayed a whole bunch of other people and killed a whole bunch of innocents. So I don't think he really can be standing on his high horse very much, considering. So I love that everybody was dancing when they had that session going on. And everybody seemed happy. Love to see that. 
it made for some very interesting dance moves as well as his pairings and some one-liners. You know, do you have a bunny tail? Would you like to look? Oh, those are very cute. I love the fact that Doc and Nedley had a nice dance. Curling champions and Doc mother kissing holiday. So I, I thought that was all very cool. We talked about Cleo. That later was part of the issue. He went to go find out Cleo and gave her a pep talk. And so now she's going to be a pain in everybody's side. But to Cleo's credit, I saw that she had buried her brother Holt because there was a tombstone right next to the Reaper's cage. And her mom was a horrible, evil person who wasn't even nice to her kids. She killed one of them off, who was Billy, and she broke her daughter's wrist for, not to mention, put her finger through the hole that she had in her hand. Just a horrible person. So I totally support her in feeding her mother to the Reapers because she deserved it and did not deserve to come back as a Reaper like she wanted. But by the same token, she's now going to be an issue, she and Billy, for Winona Earp. And I guess it wouldn't be much of a plot if they got away with it. And I'm sure she will be the big bad for a little while. Maybe there'll be a bigger bad. Wouldn't surprise me any if Cleo decided to use Doc's betrayal to her advantage with either a spell or trying to convince him that they didn't care for him anyways. And so that's why we see Doc pointing a gun at Winona later. Or it could be the, okay, I'm only pretending so I can figure out what her game plan is because, you know, I want to make sure you guys are safe. All sorts of things could be going on. Can never tell. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. I'm sure some of the other episodes were going to be dark and, and horrible in terms of what happens to our beloved cast. So it was nice to see some positive ones. Yeah, I enjoy the puns and the one-liners and just generally like the ebb and flow of the series. Hope you all are doing well. One final note, the cast, I believe, stays on set for the three months or so it takes to make the season. In this case, it was broken apart. But I know in one of the interviews, Melanie had said that she was right next door to Dom. So they make coffee and or she makes coffee and then she opens up the door and says, coffee's on. And then Dom comes over and they start their day with a cup of coffee. So they're all good friends. I love the fact that they had at the end of the episodes, little snippets with Jeremy or rather Varun talking about how he enjoyed the episode and that glitter got everywhere and what was that like. So I like those behind the scenes parts. I would highly recommend everybody get it on iTunes or wherever you can get it. Uh, iTunes give you the behind the scenes stuff and Amazon doesn't. So I um, hope everybody is doing well. Pod dogs and family and everybody. Everybody here is doing well. Pod cats and everybody else. And I will talk to you later. Thank you once again. This is Jeff. Yeah, Jazz. No pet death. At least nothing that we ever see on screen. Right. <laughs> So as far as I'm concerned, they've all survived. They're all hanging out on a ranch somewhere and said, forget it. We're done with the ghost river triangle. So oh, Calamity absolutely. Jane is somewhere running a ranch for the rest of the pet. Yeah, that was uh, an issue on Twitter when <laughs> Rachel mentioned that. That got some fans fired up, that's for sure. But yeah, the episode was a lot of fun. Like you said, lighthearted. Enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> now, I did not know that Bunny, Jane Arden, like she said, actually sang that song. Wrote it. Like, yeah. for real. Yeah, real actually. So yeah. that was interesting. Thanks for that. Yes, absolutely. I think it was sad, and I, I believe I already said that once in this episode or 10,000 times about the whole Doc and Winona thing. And yes. Like, because you've just seen how much Winona was 
loving him. And it was like, oh, I just twist the knife. Thank you. Right. So, yeah, you're killing me with the brokenhearted because you just seen it in her face. And again, a testament to the actor where you see their faces and you're like, oh, my God, they're so in love. And then the crestfallen face. And even more so when Doc walks away and then she has to compose herself like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't bother me. Oh, my gosh. I think there was tears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And yeah, the the glitter bomb dance scene was absolutely fantastic. But yeah, I do think that with Doc finding out about the deal that Nicole made, that there's going to be some issues there that are going to have to get resolved. And that may be part of what Nicole's issues are all about because she hasn't yeah. been the same since yeah they that's, got that's back. what i'm thinking yeah mm-hmm. and i want to say though i mean it makes sense that cleo is going to be a new big big pain in the butt but right. the way everything's getting set up do we have time for her to be a new big pain in the butt right but at the same time when jazz you mentioned billy I don't think any of the other Reapers spoke. And he at least spoke to Rachel and remembered her. Right. You know, yeah, Rachel, I want to go home. So, the other Reapers was just growling. <laughs> right. So is he still there enough where if Cleo tries to do something, will Billy actually be a problem? Or will he like turn? Right. Because he didn't want anything to do with it. And he pulled the tooth out and everything. So this may be something different. Right. Billy may be a reaper, but he may be like aware and have choices now that ma'am's gone. Right. So that's something I just thought about because of what you said. So Jazz, thank you. Another rabbit hole for me to go down. (laughs) (laughs) And we love going down rabbit holes. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if I mentioned it. I love Dom's hair in this one, but I did not realize that they all stayed together, like so close. Right. Yeah. Which makes sense. And I don't know if it was mostly because of the pandemic and, you know, trying to keep um, exposure to a minimum or if it's just that's what they've been doing or relatively similar to what they've been doing. I think that's probably the way most location shoots go is they they stay out they all stay in the same reasonable area whether it's a motel or rental houses all i keep thinking then is like glow how they should they were all in like this motel yeah (laughs) well as always jazz we really appreciate your feedback and looking forward to hearing what you think about the next episode thanks jazz All right. Well, you guys know how we feel. So let us know how you feel. Shoot us an email to, uh, oh my gosh, let us know. We want to know. You can do it via just email or voice or tweet with us. And remember when you're tweeting, hashtag, what's the newest one? Is fight for five. Yeah. Bring Winona home. And you can shoot us emails all day long or check out our website and our contacts page because that'll give you every way to contact us www.fangirlzone.com while you're at it if you can rate review us on itunes and every other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us tell your friends about this if you haven't gotten them into this show by now I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is really good. I feel like it would capture you right away anyway. And they can catch up and watch the last little bit with you live. So we can all freak out and cry together. We, of course, hope you're enjoying the podcast, which is the point. But for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean fangirl And I'm Steve. Would you consider a slightly over-sick gunslinger? I give great everything. And until next time.